All right, motherfuckers, that was brand new Lord Chaos with the Great Reset. And guess who the fuck we have on the line with us right now, man? Lord Chaos. All the way from Tampa, Florida. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Thank you, Zach, and uh, Metal Devastation Radio for having me. <laughs> All the way from Tampa, Florida. Hell yeah, dude, like obituary. Yeah, the, the old school Tampa, Florida, man. We're, we're still getting it done down here. The scene might not be as alive as it once was, but uh, there's some of us old farts still carrying the uh, the torch. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, you know what? You guys have some of my favorite fucking death metal bands for sure, man, I got to say. Yeah, it's weird how that all worked out. You know, some of those guys started up in Buffalo, Malevolent Creation, and Cannibal Corpse, and somehow they ended up down here in Florida, I guess because of more sound, and then, you know, the the, the scene exploded, the Morbid Angels, and the Deicides, and Death, of course, obviously, the uh, the forefathers of all that, and just it was a, a good scene to be in, man, and I, I was here as a teenager not even realizing it was really happening. You know, I just, that was just what I knew. That was the local scene. I didn't know this was the, the epicenter of something, you know, giant. Oh, fuck, man. Well, it definitely is, and you are carrying the torch right now with this record for sure, man. Uh, tell us tell us uh, what's going on in, the, in in your world, man. Oh, man, it's just been a, a, a wild ride, you know. This, this whole concept of this album that I've put out kind of has been one of those things, you know. I'm just in my 40s, and, you know, I was, I was in some bands, you know, growing up, and nothing quite extreme metal, but, you know, on the heavier side, and you know just band practices that never went anywhere and a couple shows here or there and you know i, don't, I would write and record music i've always been a fan of the, you know recording stuff i've i've had old four four track tapes you know where you're bouncing stuff to the left channels and right channels and um you know early computer trying to record off of a microphone in my bedroom with a <laughs> pillow over the speaker you know and just awful sounding stuff but just trying to capture the the art of it and uh it's just one of those things I'd always said. It's like, man, I would just really like to take a couple of those songs I thought were really, really good. And if I could just get a good drummer and get into a studio, but, you know, it's expensive. And, you know, as you get older and you're adulting, you don't have time for that stuff anymore. So I just kind of got tired of saying, hey, let's let's get off my butt and do it. And it's just kind of it's steamrolling from there. You know, it's uh, the pandemic kind of hit and I turned 40. And it's like, man, if you just don't do this, you're never going to do it. And, you know, it's just finally one day I said, look, I'm going to look into this this uh, digital age of recording now. Because back when I used to record, it was, you know, all analog and digital was just kind of coming along. And I found, you know, you can kind of do this on your own. I went out and picked up uh, a little Focusrite, you know, solo. And I was able to get my sound right into the computer and found out about you know reaper a pretty affordable digital workstation that i was able to to navigate around and found plugins you know like will putney and all those things and just couldn't believe how easy it was and it was kind of from there it kind of sparked and it just uh, the ball kept rolling <laughs> hell yeah man uh so so tell us uh uh, like as far as as far as laying down the tracks like how do you uh, what's your process Oh man, so you know, it kind of starts with the with the click check, right? Like a lot of the songs I wrote for this album were songs I had already written. So the the concept of the album with MLCXL is actually shorthand for Midlife Crisis 40, if you spell that out in <laughs> in Roman numeral terms. So that was kind of the the rib there. Um, so a lot of this musical stuff I've written. So if you you do pick up the CD and listen to it, it starts kind of with the stuff I wrote as a teenager, real basic, couple notes here or there. But it's like, man, if we're gonna do this thing, let's let's include all of that. Like I wasn't ashamed of or embarrassed but it was some of my first stuff it's like you know the same three notes over and over and over like you did in your first band and um 
you know so a lot of these songs already had kind of the, the structure and foundation the only ones that didn't were the last three uh the mlc xl catch and no release and the great reset were the only songs that were really written during this recording period so it kind of helped that i had the, the framework laid out and kind of had the click track and um I found a really great drummer on Fiverr, so a lot of this album is actually like farmed out work, you know. So I, I am quote unquote Lord Chaos. That is my project. That name comes just from a stage name I had in 2000. You know, it's like I've always had this Lord moniker back in the old AOL days. It was Lord Natez, you know, Satan backwards. But someone had taken the O, you know, so I just turned the O to a zero. So we mean L zero R D N A T A S. And then that over time in my stage name became Lord Chaos. Somewhere just it was something different that was what I was going to go with. And uh, but anyways, get off track a little bit. Um, so a lot of these already had a structure and a framework. So I found some, some really good guys on Fiverr. Uh, a drummer by the name of Roman. I can't even pronounce his last name. He's a drummer for Catastrophe. Was advertising drumming services on there. And I reached out to him. I said, hey, man, can we do three or four tracks you know at, at a deal if i do a couple and he said sure and this is right around the time the first little bit of stimulus money came he said okay well i could i could spend that and he basically provided the drums and he provided it all in the reaper session i mean it was the whole session all the drums all 14 tracks and i was like wow that's cool so all i have to do now is just lay my guitars and it would be you know multi-tracking and some punch-ins and punch-outs here or there you know i'm certainly not a, a professional touring musician so i'm not going to go and say these are all the best one takes you know so there's definitely a little bit of uh, studio fudging in there where i needed to but um it wasn't about the performance per se as i wanted to capture the art so really just just got those tracks from roman he made it super simple and i was able to go in there and basically multi-track a guitar left guitar right bass and uh you know that's how we went wow well it definitely sounds i mean it sounds professional as fuck man you know and, and that's cool that you have real drums on there too because i know you know a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of us one man bands, Zion one two, have to use drum machines, you know. And I'm not knocking them, you know. There's quite a bit mm -hmm. you can do with them, but uh, yeah, they've come a long way. Being able to like you know tune them a certain way and make them sound like very real, and all the MIDI packs and all the plugins, like you can make them sound very good. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember the first uh, the first demos that I did when i was playing around uh, was actually with a fucking video game it was uh was it music generator oh yeah mtv <laughs> music generator i made a i made a couple songs on that for sure <laughs> and i actually tried using that to be like a pseudo drum machine for a little it, while it didn't sound too bad like i did some edits on it you know and and fucked with it a little bit and had yeah. it, you know and then just pow you know piled some fucking guitar tracks on top of it but and then after that uh tune track and then uh mm -hmm. you know but I mean, that's yeah, it definitely did the job. And that, that was one of my requirements when I did this. It's like, I wanted to have a death metal drummer. I, I knew drummers growing up, and I've known some guys in some of these bands. That's the best thing about being in the, I think, the death metal scene, but specifically down here in Florida, you know. Right now, the scene isn't booming. So when you go to these shows, there's like 30 people. So you see these guys in the crowd. You can buy them a beer and talk with them. So, you know, I got to really hang out and watch these guys. And it's like, if I'm going to do this, the requirement is it's got to be real drums. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to do this with fake drums like i want a real metal drummer so i went out and found one and there's a ton of guys on fiverr that are doing it some more expensive than others um roman just happened a lot of this album a lot of the things that happened when this were right place right time i was patient it wasn't like i had to do this thing overnight or in a week i had a record label breathing down my neck it i could truly take my time it took about almost two years from the time that 
the concept came to the time that album came out october 29th was about almost two years to the day wow man well that's really cool man so uh so so tell us like what's what's in the pipes coming up next for uh for lord chaos like what kind of plans do you have oh man so you know it, it the intent of this thing was to be a one and done um that's the reason it went full album you know it started as four songs like let me just take the four of my favorite songs and do those and uh i got the drums for them and i got the, the guitars recorded and then like another stimulus check came and i was like well i asked roman hey can we do 10 more he's like <laughs> yeah absolutely and now i've got like 14 15 16 tracks or something and i'm like man well now it's just guitars and it's me on bass and look i play bass like a guitar it's not like i'm adding any dynamic other than low end it's not like you're getting any cool fills or anything and so i started thinking you know well i wonder if i could find a, a singer on fiverr and this is right around the time you know a third stimulus check hits you know so it's like now i've got 16 tracks and a sing and singers for them and a couple of my friends locally helped out in some of the songs i had a couple you know i probably have four or five different people singing on the album me, me included on the two bonus tracks uh, as best i can in my black metal style it's about all i can do my my death metal growl these days for whatever reason is just not there anymore but you know so now i've got 16 17 tracks with drums and vocals so now i'm like well maybe i can get a bass player to play a little bit so the last three tracks the the three that got written during this session i'm like let's get actual good bass on these and you know i had uh, this guy gavin brooks who uh, was just a fiverr bass beast I and mean, he's doing everybody's stuff um lent his hand on those last three tracks so now it's you know now we've got all this and it's like what's next well i this is my catalog this is my entire life's writing it's no longer just these four tracks and uh so the idea was let's just do it i'm only going to do this once i'm already this far let's just push it to the end now let's make a cd from it before it was just going to be a quick little digital release up on cd baby you know and get it out there digitally and i reached out to you know some family and friends say hey would anybody in be interested in uh you know buying this thing if i actually made a cd and i had a lot of great responses you know and um i put together like a little you know fundraiser you know i'm, I'm a I'm a brewer by my day job, so I had some cool little perks. If you donate this much, I'll get you a special beer. And we did a T-shirt, and you know, we did the whole thing proper. You know, as best I can, we've been doing that. Um, so I even had uh, most of the tracks are on Customs Forge. If any of your fans out there are uh, Rocksmith players, you can actually go into Customs Forge if you have CDLC and uh, download these songs to play them. I've been hanging out with uh, with people who do the streams on Twitch who do that kind of thing in Rocksmith and having them play the song. So I'm, I'm really trying to get it out there. But um, but what's next to answer your question? Sorry, my, uh, my short story <laughs> long is kind of the thing I do. I'm, I'm famous for. Um, I, I really don't know. I'm kind of kicking it around right now. I kind of have this idea. There's, you know, I, I got most of the songs out. There's a couple, you know, that I had to, to gloss over just because of the time of a CD, how much I could fit on there. But I've kind of had this inkling to maybe do like an EP after this, maybe some sort of black metal EP or black and thrash or, or uh, maybe just cover songs or something. So I don't, I don't know if I've got this all in my system yet. So I got my, my stuff out, but I'm, I'm kind of kicking around the idea of maybe doing something else. But probably in a year or so like i again this press process has been like two years and uh i'm so ready to have my nights back and my weekends and relax and you know uh not go from working to come home and kind of doing work because at some point you know the i don't say the fun or magic left but it was a job all of a sudden it's like man now there's a stress and pressure and people are waiting for a cd and i gotta get this mix and i gotta find someone who can do this and you know of course doing this all on no budget just you know basically out of personal you know expenses wow man all right all right all right so uh 
got to rewind a little bit, dude, because you you mentioned brewing fucking beer, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you grabbed my attention right there, man. What, well, what? metal metal and beer go hand in hand for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! So tell us about this beer, man. Oh man, so I, I work at a brewery. It's called uh, Bayboro Brewing out here in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm pretty much the head brewer out there, and you know we we do a little bit of everything, man. I, I like to say I focus in beer flavored beer, and the world of beer right now is just crazy nuts with fruited sours, this and donut, you know this and that's And uh, my my focus is more beer flavored beer. I'm a big fan of German, you know stuff, uh, Hefeweizens and Doppelbox and Mybox and just good German lagers and good Belgian beers and. Just more more beer flavored beer, you know. Obviously, in, in the market, when we have to have some of that kind of uh, wild and kind of out there stuff, you know, that's what people ask for. Like, look, I'll brew, you know, what what you ask. Whatever people are going to come in and pay for, I'll I'll definitely brew it. I don't care if it's lemonade or. At this point, we're doing seltzers and ciders and stuff too. You know, people are asking for it. So, look, you're going to buy it. I'll make it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. That's we're just a little we're a little brewery basically I have, a, I have a two barrel system for you know anybody at home it's basically like you know 60 to 75 gallons at a time we are not you know the size of budweiser or, or a yingling or anything like that you know we're definitely we're definitely hyper local you know we're, we're trying to get our our roots in you know and we're in a pretty competitive market in st pete there's you know 13 different breweries down there so you know we're learning about that and just trying to provide a great experience when you come in it's not just about beer we always have music we always have events you know we've, we we're trying to do what we can to uh, give people a good experience <laughs> hell yeah man that's awesome dude that is awesome so so tell us uh tell us about some of these songs like uh, like uh do you have um i mean are, are there stories behind some of these songs it sounds like you've had some of these for quite a while right yeah, you know, I, I've always just been a guitarist, so a lot of these songs have never had lyrics on them until this album, and that's been one of the tougher things because I, I can sing okay, you know, I can I can carry tune, but I'm not a I'm not a, a writer, you know, I can't sit down and write this beautiful poetry, and I, I'm still amazed that I've been through this process. They're like, God, there's guys who just crank out pages of this stuff, and a couple songs I did help write or rearrange. I mean, it took weeks in some cases to uh, to write a song, you know. Um, the the Great Reset is the only song that I kind of like really rewrote everything, you know. So part of, part of the Fiverr deal is a lot of the vocalists on Fiverr didn't want to do the lyrics. You know, like, look, if you have lyrics, I'll sing them, but it's too cumbersome to make lyrics. It's not worth my time or money. So I tried to farm lyric making out to people on Fiverr to do it. And just nothing ever really resonated. You know, I, I paid a little bit of money here or there, 10, 15 bucks here, write these lyrics, write these lyrics, and nothing ever really resonated. But the ones that came through for the great reset even though the lyrics he wrote are all gone i mean i didn't leave but maybe one line it it started kind of triggering some ideas you know i change a line here or there like okay what can i rhyme with that and i kind of started learning the process of kind of wordsmithing and crafting it and lo and behold i kind of got on the story of like paradise lost and the, and the fallen angels from heaven kind of theme and all of a sudden this story this fictional story kind of came out about you know these old old uh heavenly and and devonly kind of creatures and stuff kind of battling for power here on earth way back when and at some point the earth has enough and basically forces the great reset that's kind of the short version but i was real proud of that one again that took three or four weeks of just an hour or two just like <laughs> scrutinizing every line going like how's this going to work what's it going to do and eventually just kind of happened An another cool one that we we kind of wrote on is catch and no release which is probably the most ridiculous lyrics you're ever going to read for a song i had a friend of mine ryan from australia he and i have been on like a malevolent creation fan 
pages for years. I met him 20 years ago, and we still chat. And he hits me up, and he says, hey, man, I've got this crazy lyric about this guy from a news story in Florida. And it was a Florida man uh, catches alligator and keeps her a sex slave or something like that. That was the headline. <laughs> and, and it was – I hate to bust anybody's bubble. It was a fake story. It's like an Onion kind of news article. Yeah. But – um. I was like, dude, this just might work because I do have like a grindcore-based song, and I think you might be playing it tonight, catching no a release. It's a one-and-a-half-minute banger that's just da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I said, you know, a song about gator rape might just fit in this grindcore theme. So we took, we took the couple lines he gave me, and we crafted this ridiculous song about a man who kept an alligator as a sex slave. And, and as I went through the process, it kind of dawned on me where at one point the gutturals kick in, and I'm like, this could be from the guy's point of view. So the rest of the song is like us kind of discovering about him. And then when the gutturals kick in, it's like him defending himself for his actions. He's basically saying, hey, she was trying to eat me, so I'm teaching her a lesson for being so naughty. You know, so, you know, some weird stuff. But um, it's been wild. Again, I'm not, I'm not a, a lyric writer by any means. Very cool, man. Very cool. All right, I got some questions for you coming in from the listeners. Uh, Absolutely. Secret Weapon wants to know, have you ever seen U-Haul trucks in your neighbor's driveways while you were recording? No, I have not seen U-Hauls in the neighbor's driveways while recording, but next time I'll be in the lookout because it sounds like something I should be looking out for. I can't say I've been looking for it. So. <laughs> Another question, uh, if you could tour with anybody, who would you like to tour with? Oh, man, that's a tough question. My favorite band of all time is Malevolent Creation. I mean, just to me, they were the perfect style of thrash and death metal. And and as much as I like the deicides and, and the Satan, the occult stuff, my favorite part of Malevolent Creation, it was never about the devil. It was always about war and just humanity and stuff. So it, it might be fun to tour with those guys, but uh, I think they're uh, they're getting up there now. I'm not sure how well they're, they're off on touring these days, but that might be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, that that first fucking record from Malevolent, dude. Oh, dude, it's a banger. Well, front front to back, one to ten. Hell yeah, man. And that drummer is insane. He doesn't stop. It, it definitely had a thrash feel to it too. Like I, you know, I remember I had a friend uh, back in uh, middle school in the early '90s, and he had that cassette tape, and he told me he didn't like it, and he was like, "Here, dude, mm -hmm. you can have this." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And when I you know, I looked at the album cover and I was like, "This is fucking awesome! It's on Roadrunner." Yeah. I'm like, "It's got to be badass, you know?" Because at the time, yeah, yeah. everything on Roadrunner. It's so, funny, Malevolent Creation is a band that passed me by somehow. Like, I, I'm kind of weird. Like when I when I get into something, I'm into it. So I was totally into Deicide and Cannibal Corpse and Morbid Angel and Slayer. And for some reason, Malevolent was just off my radar. So I didn't find them until like 2000, 2001. I was like, where? Did, how did I miss these guys? And you know, obviously fell immediately in love with the Fine Art of Murder. I mean, to me, it's just absolute perfection. And Venom, the one that came after, it's good. Uh, Ten Commandments. So those three albums are albums that like I don't skip a track. I don't fast forward an intro. I mean, it, from the beginning to end, I just listen to it and absorb it. Yeah, man. I, I got to see him live one time in a small dive club, uh, dive bar in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, when I was living mm -hmm. out there. And Brett Hoffman was still with him at the time. Right. And man, rest in peace. Rest in peace, dude. It was fucking. It was. It was awesome, man. It was right up on the stage, man. One foot up on the stage, head banging right with the band. Yeah. 
And yeah, when he was in his prime and fresh, you know, I mean, he he'd had some issues, I think, early in his career with with substances and stuff, and wasn't giving good performances. But I think in the two thousands, when he came back in the band and had his head on a little straighter and was rested, I mean, dude, that dude slayed live. <laughs> to be honest, I was so drunk that night. I, I don't know <laughs> how good of a performance yeah. they were actually. To me, it was great, you know. But yeah, yeah, like it, yeah, it was it was definitely a cool cool experience. <laughs> uh, Overkill was supposed to play that night, and they canceled okay. because of some reason. But I showed up at the place anyway because I already had a ticket. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got there, the bouncer outside was like, "Overkill canceled." Blah blah blah. I was like, well, what the fuck is that playing in there? And he's like, that's Malevolent Creation. I'm like, oh, let me get, let me yeah. in, dude. Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, they're just one of those bands that just never seem to get quite the popularity. They just could never kind of get that momentum to mm-hmm. kind of push them over the edge. Yeah, for sure, man. So so tell us uh, tell us about this album art, man, because this, ha- this record has a really cool <laughs> album cover. That was sick. Thank you very much. So that was another Fiverr. I mean, everything I've done on this album was Fiverr. Um, honestly, I can't remember the exact name. It's in the credits of the album. Um, I want to say he was either from Bangladesh or Indonesia, which was weird. So I'd go to Fiverr and look for like death metal art, black metal album art, look at all these like keywords. And a lot of times it's like Bangladesh, Indonesia, India, that for whatever reason, they're crazy into like the metal graphics. And um, I'd had this idea, like I was like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to be me because I'm gonna. Be, again, the idea wasn't even to do a CD. But once the idea of the CD was there, like, well, now I got to get a cover. Um, and I'd actually reached out to somebody here locally uh, from one of the actually in the Malevolent Creation Circle. Some of those guys that I ran with, the guy who does some of their art, and you know, just the whole thing, like, hey, I'll I'll get with you, I'll get with you, I'll get with you, and you just never did. And I said, hey, man, I got to move on. I'm not. I can't be chasing people around. And uh, so I found somebody on Fiverr, and I threw the idea. I said, hey, man, I I need to be on a pile of skulls playing to an audience behind me and i kind of like the old thrash albums because you know you know what you're getting when you look at a thrash album like oh that's a thrash album so i kind of wanted that concept of like nuclear wasteland kind of crumbling buildings but me kind of standing there on a pile of bones maybe like i'd had something to do with it or whatever just me holding the guitar kind of looking like yeah what now (laughs) so um i sent that concept to him and he had some some stuff he'd he'd done before with other bands i said hey something kind of like this but more of this or less of that and I mean, it's just ridiculous. He turned it around and like, I'm not even kidding you, like three days. I'm like, hey, is that good? I'm like, done. <laughs> Don't touch a thing. And uh, the one cool little note on there that I did add in that's kind of hard to see. If you look in the background, there's a bunch of different flags. And those flags actually represent all the countries of people that I worked with on the album. I wanted That was real important to me that this was an international effort. Like I said, my, my drummer was from Slovakia. Uh, I had a singer from France. There's a singer from Germany. Um, Again, cover art from Indonesia. I had a guy uh, from Holland who helped do some of the mixing. So it was it was a really cool effort. Like I said, this was all done digitally. I mean, I'm literally sitting here in my underwear recording guitars and sending these files across the world. And three days later, things would come back and we'd mix it. And it's just incredible what we could do it these days. You know, nobody saw each other. You know, I don't know what anybody necessarily looks like. You know, so it's just a, a crazy thing. And it's like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe that was the first thing that drew me in uh, to 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 your your album was the album art. Like as soon as I saw that, it kind of gave me vibes of Peace Cells, Megadeth. Yeah, it kind of has that color tone. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely like the the kind of vibe, you know, like the fucking mm-hmm. destroyed fucking city behind it, and 
Yeah. People who look at that should know what they're getting. They're going to get some kind of heavy, hard, hard metal that's going to be coming at them. That this isn't like a Bon Jovi album. You know, like you should know <laughs> when you see it. And that was the idea. Because again, I, I don't. Nobody knows who I am. I'm literally a one-man band with some hired help. I don't have a record label. There's no previous experience. So I had to like do something that people would look at and go like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this. It wasn't just like my name, you know, with a gold star on it or something like Attaboy. You know, like it, it had to be metal. Well, it's, it's definitely getting out there now, man. I'm, I'm, we're getting a lot of feedback I, from it. and uh, I yeah. definitely appreciate that. Like I said, it, it's just wild. You know, this whole thing is just snowballed from an idea of like, hey, let's record a couple to, hey, we've got 10. Hey, we've got 15. Hey, now there's vocals. Hey, let's make a CD. Hey, let's publish it. Hey, let's let's push it out there and see if anybody be interested in listening to it. And, you know, folks like you and Metal Devastation have kind of taken it on, and I appreciate that. And it's just, it's cool. You know, like I said, these songs have been in my head for 25 years. And family and friends have heard them. You know, there's probably been 10 people who have heard these songs. And, they're, you know, your family's always going to tell you, hey, boy, that's great. I love that. But, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to put it out there and see if people will like it or not and, and to get the response, like, hey, these are actually really good. And there's people who know that I play guitar, like, damn, I didn't know you play like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, we listen to everything, and we're listening to this, and we're liking it, so awesome man well I'm, I'm glad and like i said you know i've kind of gotten the back burner we may do something else i don't know if it'll be a black metal ep or maybe just some cover songs but i, I don't think i have all of this out of my system yet there's still i think a little more in the tank i'd like to uh to, to put out very cool speaking of black metal i got another question from the uh listeners let's hear it lady red wants to know what do you prefer blood baths or showers <laughs> Why not a, a shower with bloodbath? There you while go. listening to bloodbath eaten. <laughs> Fuck yeah! On man. on repeat like a like a psycho, just over and over. <laughs> Endless. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That song's so badass. Hell yeah, man. Uh, what's one of your What's one of your favorite bands that really uh, that really got you started as far as influences? Um, I think Slayer would be the one. I mean, Slayer was the that bridge band for me. You know, I, like a lot of people, you know, as, as I was a kid, you know, I listened to what was popular on the radio, and then I kind of heard Nirvana. Nirvana got me to Metallica, and then mm-hmm. Metallica got me to Slayer, and I went through a huge Slayer phase. They were my favorite band for the longest time, and they're still oh, yeah. definitely top top five. But Slayer, you know, obviously, I think was the the most influence to me. Just as as I started playing guitar, you know, I try to play like Slayer, do those types of riffs and that kind of thrash with an edge you know it yeah they were thrash metal but they weren't just thrash metal about partying and kind of having a good time it was still heavy and death metal you know light uh, you know they're not growling of course and double bass blast but to me it was kind of a little more than thrash thrash plus yeah that was that was one of the things i always noticed about about slayer like especially like going to a slayer show there, there's always all the death metal guys are there too because they appeal to both crowds you know like they were definitely yeah you know considered like a thrash band but they were definitely respected by the entire death metal community for sure man absolutely yeah really what the fuck happened man as soon as they fucking quit the whole world fucking went to shit. <laughs> we blame Slayer. We blame Slayer. And I guess by default, we blame Kerry King. Or oh, no, Tom, I think it's Tom Araya. I think Tom Araya is the one who really wanted to, to call it quits. It's Tom, I think man. if Tom would have kept playing, they would have kept going another 10 years. <laughs> Fuck, man. But I think they're working on a project now or something, right? Isn't, yes. Isn't, uh, Kerry and, yes. Oh, Kerry. It, it was Phil Alsama, right? 
Carrie and uh, Paul Bastoff and uh, yeah, I think Phil Anselmo. I don't know, you know. And I was, I've been saying that for a long time, like, because I've always seen Carrie and Phil hanging out, and they've always done all these mm-hmm. little jam sessions where they do Pantera songs and stuff like that. And in the mm-hmm. back of my mind, for a long time, I kept thinking, you know, when Slayer calls it quits, if they actually do it, and it, and they did. I wonder how long it's going to take before him and Phil get together and do something. And now the rumors are fucking going around like wildfire. But it, it seems like it might actually be serious and it might actually turn into something. So who knows? Yeah, I know he's touring with like the Illegals. That's his band now, Phil and Tom on the Illegals. And they're kind of playing, I, I dare say, cover songs, cover versions of Pantera. But yeah. I mean, you know, I, I like the nostalgia fact, but it's like, uh. It is cool, but I mean, it would be way cooler with Carrie King up there, and they could do some yeah. Slayer songs too, you know. And yeah, some other or even shit. even some new stuff. You would throw a couple new ones in there. I, I don't think that's a band who has to record fifteen songs to go tour. I think you're right. I think it's they got a couple couple songs they'll throw in there, play some Pantera, play some Slayer, and light the place up. Oh fuck yeah, man! That'd be awesome. I mean, everybody would be there, dude. Everybody would show support. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I guess I'm about out of questions for you. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? Nah, man. Just I, I really appreciate your time. Like I said, I'm I'm just some dude from Tampa, Florida. I said, hey, man, if you don't do this, get out there and do it. And I'm I'm so happy I'm dead. So hopefully, maybe I can inspire someone out there who's been thinking about doing it. It's it's never been easier, you know. So don't don't be shy or bashful about it. Go out and get a focus right. Go get you know Reaper and figure it out. There's there's some awesome plugins. You can again work with people on Fiverr or find people online. I mean, it's a, it's a digital age and world. Uh, the only other thing, you know, uh, is to check out my, my YouTube channel. We got some videos up there. There's a badass video for The Great Reset, the song you just played before I came on. Um, I am super happy with that thing. I mean, it again, just another Fiverr thing that the dude got it. I said, hey, I, the song's about this weird old biblical timey kind of thing. Can you find, like, old biblical pictures and focus in on these key words? And, I mean, I just absolutely nailed it. I could not be more proud and happy of that lyric video. Again, I'm trying to do everything. I got a lyric video. I got things up on Customs Forge. You know, we're, we're working with guys like you to kind of help spread the name. So it's like I'm doing everything I can with a guy with no budget and, and a one-man band can do. But, yeah, go check out that YouTube. Again, if you're into Rocksmith, go check it out on Customs Forge. Grab the Lord Chaos and, and play them and let me know what you think, you know. Um, and that's it, man. Just just stay metal and keep supporting local guys, you know. And uh, who knows, maybe you see more. I do got a band camp. So you want to throw, throw a guy a couple bucks, you can. Um, but, but we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, you know, that whole thing. You know, again... I was only going to do this once, so I'm doing what I can to be out there and get it out there and uh, let people consume it how they want to consume it. And just appreciate your guys' time. Stay metal. (laughs) Uh, One more question. Do you think you'll do it again? I'm thinking so. Again, it's just to what capacity. And it'll it'll probably just be like a a $2 EP or just a a quick blast release. I guess I've got these two black metal rhythms I've had in my head that I want to get down. So it's just a matter of getting the time to see if I can flush them out and... uh, you know, doing three or four songs is gonna be crazy expensive. But the the bro rates I've been getting from some of these guys and, and working with them over and over. You know, it's not a matter of money. It's more about a money. About sorry, more about time and, and energy. And right now, I'm I'm kind of glad to let this one go off. It's been released about two months, coming up on the three month release. You know, so I'm kind of happy right now to kind of take a step back. I've been recording, I've been promoting, I've been pushing, I've been doing what I can. So I'm kind of looking forward to taking a little time off from the the music, but. Um, don't be surprised if you see me back in some capacity. Fuck yeah. Well, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag real quick? Absolutely. What do you need me to say, brother? 
Whenever you're ready, say something like, this is Lord Chaos, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. This is Lord Chaos, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. All right, brother. Well, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to blast some more Lord Chaos for these motherfuckers so they can go absolutely fucking crazy, awesome. right? I appreciate that. And uh, like I said, listen, listen to those words on Catch and No Release. It's something, it's something else, man, about a guy who, who kept an alligator as a sex slave. So say no more. <laughs> I love and, it. and Nowhere, Nowhere is, uh, is sung by Kyle Simons of Malevolent Creation. So that tie, tie in again. I got to work with him. That's been a lifelong dream. Check that off the bucket list. The singer from one of my favorite bands is singing on my album. So killer. Could, couldn't be happier. So again, Zach, Metal Devastation Radio. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Cheers, dude. Cheers. There you have it, folks. Lord Chaos live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your windows, put them in your front lawns, put them in your driveways, put them in your neighbor's fucking house. If you're living in the basement, duct tape your speakers to the ceiling and crank this motherfucking shit up loud.